Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Sunday the 16th of October or the 21st of Tishrei on the Hebrew calendar. It is the seventh day of Sukkot and it's also called a Hoshana Rabbah, the Great Hosanna. Today in history, Haggai prophesies about the glory of the Second Temple in Haggai 2.2. On the 21st of the seventh month, the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet. And Messiah speaks of the living water of the Spirit on the day for the water ceremony in the temple. John 7.37-39 Now on the last day, the great day of the feast, Yeshua stood and cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. The scriptures from the Torah is today from Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 1 through 7, and also from Numbers 29, 26 through 34. Since this is the last day of Sukkot, or the Feast of Tabernacles, there are still the Sukkot readings. And the parasha this week is called Sukkot, or Tabernacles. Before we start reading all the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. This is the blessing with which Moshe the man of God blessed the sons of Israel before his death. He said, The Lord came from Sinai and rose from Seir to them. He shone from Mount Paran. He came with ten thousands of holy ones. At his right hand was a flashing lightning for them. Yes, he loves the people. All his holy ones are in your hand. They sat down at your feet. Each receives your words. Moshe commanded us Torah, an inheritance for the assembly of Yaakov. He was king in Yeshurun when the heads of the people were gathered, all the tribes of Israel together. Let Reuben live and not die, not let his men be few. This is for Yehuda, he said. Hear, Lord, the voice of Yehuda. Bring him in to his people. With his hands he contended for himself. You shall be a help against his adversaries. That was Deuteronomy, or Dvarim, 33, 1-7. And now we will also read from Numbers, chapter 29, verses 26 through 34. On the fifth day, nine bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, and their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, after the ordinance, and one male goat for a sin offering, 
in addition to the continual burnt offering and its grain offering and its drink offering. On the sixth day, eight bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs, a year old, without blemish, and their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, after the ordinance, and one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering, its grain offering, and the drink offerings of it. On the seventh day, seven bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs, a year old without blemish, and their grain offering, and their drink offerings for the bull, for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, after the ordinance, and one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering, its grain offering, and its drink offering. The portion from the prophets is today the prophet Malachi, or Malachi, chapters 3 and 4. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, and the messenger of the covenant whom you desire. Behold, he comes, says the Lord Svaot. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who will stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like launderer's soap, and he will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi and refine them as gold and silver, and they shall offer to the Lord offerings in righteousness. Then the offering of Yehuda and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord, as in the days of old and as in ancient years. I will come near you for judgment, and I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, and against the adulterers, and against the perjurers, and against those who oppress the hireling in his wages, the widow and the fatherless, and who deprive the foreigner of justice, and do not fear me, says the Lord Svaot. For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore you, sons of Yaakov, are not consumed. From the days of your fathers you have turned away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord Tva'ot. But you say, how shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you rob me. But you say, how have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings, you are cursed with the curse, for you rob me, even this whole nation. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and test me now in this, says the Lord Svaot. If I will not open you, the windows are heaven, and pour you out a blessing, that there will be not be room enough for. I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. 
Neither shall your vine cast its fruit before its time in the field, says the Lord Svaot. Then all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord Svaot. Your words have been hard against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? You have said, it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept his instructions? and that we have walked in mourning before the Lord's Svaot. Now we call the proud blessed. Yes, those who work wickedness are built up. Yes, they test God and escape. Then those who feared the Lord spoke one with another, and the Lord listened and heard. And a book of memory was written before him, for those who feared the Lord and who honored his name. And they shall be mine, says the Lord Svaot, my own possession in the day that I make. And I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. Then you shall return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him who serves God and him who does not serve him. For behold, the day is coming, burning like a furnace, And all the arrogant and all who work wickedness will be stubble. And the day that comes will burn them up, says the Lord Svaot, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But to you who fear my name shall the sun of righteousness arise with healing in its wings. You will go out and leap like calves of the stall, and you shall tread down the wicked for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I make, says the Lord Svaot. Remember the Torah of Moshe, my servant, which I commanded to him in Horeb for all Israel, both statutes and ordinances. Behold, I will send you Eliyahu, the prophet, before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. That was Malachi chapters 3 and 4. Now our portion from the writings is Second Chronicles chapter 36. Then the people of the land took Jehoahaz, the son of Josiah, and made him king in his father's place in Jerusalem. Jehoahaz was twenty-three years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. The king of Mitzrayim removed him from office at Jerusalem and fined the land one hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. And the king of Mitzrayim made Eliakim, his brother, king over Yehuda and Yerushalayim, and changed his name to Jehoiakim. But Neko took Joahaz, his brother, and carried him to Mitzrayim. Jehoiakim was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eleven years in Yerushalayim. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord his God. 
Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, came up against him and bound him in fetters to carry him to Babel. Nebuchadnezzar also carried some of the vessels of the house of the Lord to Babel and put them in his temple at Babel. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoiakim and his abominations which he did and that which was found in him, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Yehuda. And Jehoiakim, his son, reigned in his place. Jehoiakim was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months and ten days in Jerusalem. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. At the return of the year, King Nebuchadnezzar sent and brought him to Babel with the valuable vessels of the house of the Lord, and made Zedekiah his brother king over Yehuda and Jerusalem. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord his God, and did not humble himself before Jeremiah the prophet, who spoke from the mouth of the Lord. He also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar, who had made him swear by God, but he stiffened his neck and hardened his heart against turning to the Lord, the God of Israel. Moreover, all the chiefs of the Kohanim and the people trespassed very greatly after all the abominations of the nations, and they polluted the house of the Lord, which he had made holy in Jerusalem. The Lord, the God of their fathers, sent to them by his messengers, rising up early and sending because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. But they mocked his messengers, the messengers of God, and despised his words, words, and scoffed at his prophets, until the wrath of the Lord arose against his people, until there was no remedy. Therefore he brought on them the king of the Kastim, who killed their young men with the sword in the house of their sanctuary, and had no compassion on young man or virgin, old man or grey-headed. He gave them all into his hand. All the vessels of the house of God, great and small, and the treasures of the house of God, and the treasures of the king and of his princes, all these he brought to Babel. They burnt the house of God and broke down the wall of Jerusalem and burnt all its palaces with fire, and destroyed all of its valuable vessels. He carried those who had escaped from the sword away to Babel, and they were servants to him and his sons, until the reign of the kingdom of Persia. To fulfill the word of the Lord by Jeremiah's mouth, until the land had enjoyed its Shabbats, as long as it lay desolate, it kept Shabbat to fulfill seventy years. Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be accomplished, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom, and put it also in writing, saying, 
This is what Cyrus, king of Persia, says. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given all the kingdoms of the earth to me, and he has commanded me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Yehuda. Whoever there is among you of all his people, the Lord his God be with him, and let him go up. That was Second Chronicles 36. And now we have arrived at our final portion for today, the Apostolic Writings, and we will read from John, the Gospel of John, chapter 7, verses 37 through 52. All those whom the Father gives me will come to me, and he who comes to me I will in no way throw out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of my Father who sent me, that of all he has given to me I should lose nothing, but should raise him up at the last day. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him should have eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day. Therefore the Judeans were murmuring about him, because he said, I am the bread which come down out of heaven. And they said, Is not this Yeshua, the son of Yosef, whose father and mother we know? How then does he say, I have come down out of heaven? Yeshua therefore answered and said to them, do not murmur among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up in the last day. It is written in the prophets, They will all be taught by the Lord. Therefore, everyone who hears from the Father and has learned comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except he who is from God, he has seen the Father. Amen, amen, I tell you, he who believes in me has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread which comes down out of heaven, that anyone may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. Yes, the bread which I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Therefore the Judeans were contending with each other, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? That was John or Yohanan 7, 37 through 52. That was all the readings for this Last day of Sukkot, the Hoshana Rabbah, the Great Hosanna. However, tomorrow will be Shmini Atziret, the eighth day of the feast. It's a separate day of celebration of Holy Convocation. And we won't post anything tomorrow, so we will instead just continue now to read for the Monday, the 17th of October, on the sorry, 22nd of Tishrei on the Hebrew calendar. It's called Shmini Atzeret, or the eighth day.
In Israel, it is also Simchat Torah, the rejoicing of the Torah. And the scripture reading from the Torah is Deuteronomy 14, 22 through 16, 17. Today in history, we should also mention that Messiah disqualifies the witnesses against a woman caught in adultery. Possible date in John 7, 53 through 8, 11 is correct. Early in the morning, he came again into the temple and all the people were coming to him. So we will now continue. We have the Torah reading today. We have the Haftarah from the prophets and also the reading from the apostles. We'll start with Deuteronomy. You shall surely tithe all the increase of your seed, that which comes out of the field year by year. You shall eat before the Lord your God in the place which he chooses to cause his name to dwell, the tithe of your grain, of your new wine, and of your oil, and the firstborn of your herd and of your flock, that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. If the way is too long for you, so that you are not able to carry it, because the place which the Lord your God shall choose to set his name, there is too far from you, where the Lord your God blesses you. Then you shall turn it into money, bind up the money in your hand, and you shall go to the place which the Lord your God shall choose. You shall trade the money for whatever your soul desires, for cattle or for sheep, or for wine, or for strong drink. You shall eat there before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice, you and your household. You shall not forsake the Levite who is within your gates, for he has no portion nor inheritance with you. At the end of every three years you shall bring all the tithe of your increase in the same year, and shall store it within your gates. The Levite, because he has no portion nor inheritance with you, as well as the foreigner living among you, the fatherless and the widow who are within your gates, shall come and shall eat and be satisfied, that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hand which you do. At the end of every seven years you shall have a Shemitah. This is the way Shemitah shall be done. Every creditor shall release that which he has lent to his neighbor. He shall not require payment from his neighbor and his brother, because the release of the Lord has been proclaimed. Of a foreigner you may require it, but whatever of yours is with your brother, your hand shall release. However, there will be no poor with you, for the Lord will surely bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you for an inheritance to possess, if only you diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God, to observe to do all these mitzvah which I command you today. For the Lord your God will bless you as he promised. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. You will rule over many nations, but they will not rule over you. 
If a poor man, one of your brothers, is with you within any of your gates in your land which the Lord your God gives you, you shall not harden your heart, nor shut your hand from your poor brother, but you shall surely open your hand to him, and shall surely lend him sufficient for his need, which he lacks. Beware that there not be a wicked thought in your heart, saying, The seventh year, the year of Shemitah, is at hand, and your eye be evil against your poor brother, and you give him nothing. And he cry to the Lord against you, and it be sin to you. You shall surely give, and your heart shall not be grieved when you give to him, because it is for this thing the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in all that you put your hand to. For the poor will never cease out of the land. Therefore I command you to surely open your hand to your brother, to your needy, and to your poor in your land. If your brother, a Hebrew man or a Hebrew woman, is sold to you and serves you six years, then in the seventh year you shall let him go free from you. When you let him go free from you, you shall not let him go empty. You shall furnish him liberally out of your flock, out of your threshing floor, and out of your winepress. As the Lord your God has blessed you, you shall give him. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Mitzrayim, and the Lord your God redeemed you. Therefore I command you this thing today. It shall be, if he tells you, I will not go out from you, because he loves you and your house, because he is well with you. Then you shall take an awl and thrust it through his ear to the door, and he shall be your servant forever. Also to your female servant you shall do likewise. It shall not seem hard to you when you let him go free from you, for he has been double the value of a hired hand as he served you six years. The Lord your God will bless you in all that you do. You shall dedicate all the firstborn males that are born of your herd and of your flock to the Lord your God. You shall do no work with the firstborn of your herd, nor shear the firstborn of your flock. You shall eat it before the Lord your God, year by year, in the place which the Lord shall choose, you and your household. If it has any blemish, if it is lame or blind, or has any serious blemish, you shall not sacrifice it to the Lord your God. You shall eat it within your gates. The unclean and the clean shall eat it alike, as the gazelle and as the deer. Only you shall not eat its blood. You shall pour it out on the ground like water. Observe the month of Aviv and celebrate Pesach to the Lord your God. For in the month of Aviv, the Lord your God brought you out of Mitzrayim by night. You shall sacrifice the Pesach to the Lord your God of the flock and of the herd, in the place which the Lord shall choose to cause his name to dwell there. You shall eat no chametz with it. You shall eat matzah with it seven days, even the bread of affliction. For you came out of the land of Mitzrayim in haste, that you may remember the day which you came out of the land of Mitzrayim, 
all the days of your life. No chametz shall be seen with you in all your borders seven days, neither shall any of the meat which you sacrifice the first day at evening remain at night, all night until the morning. You may not sacrifice the Pesach within any of your gates which the Lord your God gives you, but at the place which the Lord your God shall choose to cause his name to dwell in, there you shall sacrifice the Pesach at evening, at the going down of the sun, at the season that you came out of Mitzrayim. You shall roast and eat it in the place which the Lord your God chooses. In the morning you shall return to your tents. Six days you shall eat matzot. On the seventh day shall be a solemn assembly to the Lord your God. You shall do no work. You shall count for yourselves seven weeks. From the time you begin to put the sickle to the standing grain, you shall begin to count seven weeks. You shall keep the feast of Shavuot to the Lord your God with a tribute of a freewill offering of your hand, which you shall give according to how the Lord your God blesses you. You shall rejoice before the Lord your God, you, your son, your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, the Levite who is within your gates, the foreigner, the fatherless and the widow who are among you, in the place which the Lord your God shall choose to cause his name to dwell there. You shall remember that you were a slave in Mitzrayim. You shall observe and do these statutes. You shall keep the feast of <clears throat> excuse me, you shall keep the feast of Sukkot seven days, after you have gathered in from your threshing floor and from your wine press. You shall rejoice in your feast, you, your son, your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, the Levite, the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow who are within your gates. You shall keep a feast to the Lord your God seven days in the place which the Lord your God chooses, because the Lord your God will bless you in all your increase and in all the work of your hands, and you shall be altogether joyful. Three times in a year all of your males shall appear before the Lord your God in the place which he chooses, in the feast of Matzot, in the feast of Shavuot, and in the feast of Sukkot. They shall not appear before me empty. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the Lord your God's blessing, which he has given you. That was Deuteronomy or Dvarim 14.23.2-16.17 We have a second reading from the Torah, this Shmini Atzeret, the eighth day. And it is Numbers, let me see here, one second. It is Numbers chapter 29, verses 35 through 40. However, if you have a Bible that does the Hebrew verse counting, it is through chapter 30 and verse 1. On the eighth day you shall have a solemn assembly. You shall do no regular work, but you shall offer a burnt offering. 
an offering made by fire, a pleasant aroma to the Lord, one bull, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish, their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bull, for the ram and for the lambs shall be according to their number after the ordinance, and one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering which is grain, with its grain offering and its drink offering. You shall offer these to the Lord in your set feasts, in addition to your vows and your free will offerings, for your burnt offerings, your grain offerings, your drink offerings, and your peace offerings. Moshe told the sons of Israel according to all that the Lord had commanded Moshe. That was Numbers 29, 35 through 40. Now our portion from the Haftarah is from 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 54 through chapter 9 and verse 1. And it was so that when Shlomo had finished praying all his prayer and supplication to the Lord, he arose from before the altar of the Lord, from kneeling on his knees with his hand spread out toward heaven. And he stood and blessed all the assembly of Israel with a loud voice, saying, Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel, according to all that he promised. There has not failed one word of all his good promise, which he promised by Moshe his servant. May the Lord Eloheinu be with us, as he was with our fathers. Let him not leave us or forsake us, that he may incline our hearts to him, to walk in all his ways, and to keep his mitzvot and his statutes and his ordinances, which he commanded our fathers. Let these my words, with which I have made supplication before the Lord, be near to the Lord Eloheinu day and night that he may maintain the cause of his servant and the cause of his people Israel, as every day requires that all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord himself is God, there is no one else. Let your heart therefore be perfect with the Lord Eloheinu, to walk in his statutes and to keep his mitzvot as it is today. And the king and all Israel with him offered sacrifice before the Lord. And Shlomo offered for the sacrifice of peace offerings, which he offered to the Lord, 22,000 head of cattle and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the sons of Israel dedicated the house of the Lord. The same day the king made the middle of the court holy that was before the house of the Lord, for there he offered the burnt offering and the grain offering and the fat of the peace offerings, because the bronze altar that was before the Lord was too little to receive the burnt offering, the grain offering and the fat of the peace offerings. At that time Shlomo held the feast and all Israel with him, a great assembly from the entrance of Hamat to the brook of Mitzrayim before the Lord Eloheinu seven days, and then seven more days, fourteen days. On the eighth day he sent the people away, 
and they blessed the king and went to their tents joyful and glad in their hearts for the goodness that the Lord had shown to David his servant and to Israel his people. That was 1 Kings 8, 54 through 9, 11. And now we have arrived to our last portion of scripture for today from the Apostolic Writings. And it is from John or Yohanan, chapter 7, verse 53 to chapter 8 and verse 11. And everyone went to his own house. But Yeshua went to the Mount of Olives. Now very early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. Then the Torah teachers and the Pharisees brought a woman taken in adultery. Having set her in the middle, they said to him, Rabbi, we found this woman in adultery in the very act. Now in our Torah, Moshe commanded us to stone such a woman. What then do you say about her? They said this, testing him, that they might have something to accuse him of. But Yeshua stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger. But when they continued asking him, he looked up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw the first stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger. And they, when they heard it, begin being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning from the oldest even to the last. And Yeshua was left alone with the woman where she was in the middle. And Yeshua, standing up, saw her and said, Woman, where are your accusers? Did no one condemn you? She said, No one, Lord. And Yeshua said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more. That was John 7.53-8-8.11. through 8, 11. And that was our last reading for today, this Monday, 17th of October, the day, the eighth day of the feast and the Shmini Atzeret. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. And I wish you all who celebrate Sukkot, a Hag Sukkot Sameach, a wonderful, joyful time. You know that the only commandment that is in the scriptures about this feast is to be happy, to rejoice before the Lord. So shalom for now from Yerushalayim. Until next time.